everybody. Welcome back to Latch Mama Podcast. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, the Latch Mama Podcast is a podcast for the moms in the trenches of motherhood. Today, we are going to talk a little bit about childhood safety, but in like a kind of big family, kind of lots of kids type of way. You're listening to Latch Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, busy mom of six and owner of LatchMama.com. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, breastfeeding, postpartum, and all things motherhood. Hi, friend. Hey, hi. Um, I don't know where this topic came from. Was it somebody's idea? It's kind of pulled from a few different conversations. It was on our podcast list of ideas, and uh, it just made me laugh because there's always places my mind goes back to and stories that happen that are crazy, and so... Yeah. I think that like we're all relatively anxious as moms. I think that there's just anxiety built into motherhood in general, like when you're trying mm-hmm. to keep little people alive. And I think that once you're in motherhood long enough, I would hope that we kind of all work through our different anxieties in such a way that we all land at a place where we have our limits and we have our rules and like kind of our boundaries. Um, and every mom's limits and boundaries are going to be different. And I know mine has changed as I've had more kids and as I, my, my, my bandwidth has kind of like changed. Um, but it's always so interesting to me to watch like a family with one or two kids come over to the farm and kind of be appalled sometimes at like the fact that my 15 month old just fell riding his tricycle and I don't run to him. I just kind of walk slowly. And most of the time, by the time I get to him, he's back on it and he's, you know, yeah pedaling or balance biking away um so i think some of this is some of this make sure you're listening with the idea that lindy and i have 12 children Um, yeah but we were once there when we had one yeah and two um and so absolutely and then there's still some things that freak me out yeah and i hop on really fast um but yeah i have like non-negotiables like (laughs) i've talked about this on the podcast all the time one of mine is water like i will not mess around with water like most of my children were almost to the point where five out of the six are water safe I would like to think that at least four out of the six would not drown if they went into the water but I also have a really big thing with if you were to ask my children like what are the things that like mom wants you to know going out into the real world and they'll probably come up with you know you be kind and treat others the way you want to treat them but one of their things will always be you always check the water depth before you dive in like you <laughs> never dive head first into a body of water yeah or anywhere without knowing yeah. the depth of it um which is like kind of one of my things um yeah comes back to your water safety yeah I don't know I'm just really weird there are things that I'm really weird about but then again I'll let a child who probably shouldn't be using a knife cut an apple yeah or something like that I don't know yeah I have this but you've got that farm life too like it is I have that just different world and outdoors and the forest school and things like that yeah um So it's interesting how that like progresses. I don't know. But I think it's really interesting when we start to gather together as like families and we Mm -hmm. start to watch other moms and like respect Mm -hmm. their like wishes in terms of like what feels safe to them. And I think so much of it comes from our childhood. I can tell you that our next door neighbor growing up went on like beach week in high school and he came back in a wheelchair. And I remember driving past his house every day and watching 
all of the construction happened because they had to turn the garage into his bedroom and they had to put a therapy pool in the back and like all of the stuff. So, I mean, so much, I think of what we carry with us into motherhood, Mm -hmm. um, you know, good or bad, whatever is, you know, part of what we, we place onto our children. Um, but I don't know. Do you have other things? Do you cut every grape? Uh, no, 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 I don't wash <laughs> said grapes. Oh yeah. I, I don't wash fruit either. I should do kind that of bad as at well. That. I probably should be washing that. Do you squish um, them at all with your fingers or you just, you're, I mean, I guess they're seven now, right? Yeah, they're seven. Um, we don't often send grape to school. I think if I did send them to school, I would probably just slice them up, but no, I don't cut those like cut hot dogs. I do cut hot dogs up, but now they just want you know, yeah, a big one in a bun or something like that. Um, but once again, I think that the independence with the large family does come yeah. a little bit early. I think just because I only have two hands and I'm going to have to teach you how to make your Eggo waffles and said toaster. And, yep. you know, if I ask them, hey, what's the one thing we don't do with toasters? We don't stick a metal knife. And like, so they know to unplug it if they need to yeah. get it. Or we have these little plastic grabber nabbers, we call them, which like they're Chick-fil-A catering, like squeezy things. It's so funny how so, like... You go after the things that you know have high high possibility <laughs> of like very, very like yeah. bad things happening. Like I'm a head trauma, like you wear a helmet. Like it is non-negotiable. You get on any sort of moving vehicle because we have a lot at the farm. Yeah. If you get, you wear a helmet. And I don't care if your friends are here. If there's not a helmet available, that person gets off of the thing. Like, and it is one of those things that I had a fight with them for about a week or two when we first moved out there. But it is, it, you do not ride any of that stuff mm-hmm. without that. Um, I did once upon a time show them a couple of videos of what it looks like to have a traumatic brain injury, which, well, I don't know. I try not to scare them, but I also think that they are so quick to just kind of like, especially at that mm-hmm. like, seven eight nine ten year old they just shrug it off like oh that can't happen to me or whatever mm-hmm. hey look it does happen and it is yeah. terribly sad when it happens right. and like we need to talk about the fact that you're not indestructible and teaching your kids that they can get hurt and that they're not indestructible I feel like is such a hard thing to do because mm-hmm. they actually kind of have to get hurt sometimes to learn that yeah which is crazy because you don't want to I mean, I don't want to raise kids that are afraid of things. We have a sign in our house that says safety third, which freaks some people out. (laughs) Um, And I have been shamed over the past few weeks about pictures that I have on the Internet of my children, which is just a whole nother thing for me because my kids, I think, are happy. And but we do we do push the envelope a little bit because I don't think you learn about the really, really super dangerous things in life unless you're given the opportunity to do some of the things that really probably aren't going to kill you. Could they break your arm? Mm, probably. <laughs> but you know what? That's why they have ortho on call. Yeah. By the way, hopefully that is a nationwide thing because that is life changing. Yeah. We didn't have that growing no, up. We, we had to go to the ER for every broken bone. Yeah. Now there's like here in mm-hmm. Richmond, there's like a patient first for broken bones and it's just great broken bones? it's just it's ortho on call it's like oh, anything oh, oh, oh. it's like something else okay no but it's yeah it's amazing yeah it's no, great, great and it's clean and there aren't sick people and you can just go get an x-ray and get in and get out it's fantastic <laughs> um okay so i was gonna say kind of as far as parenting and things like that yeah. i sometimes almost and i don't know how to, how to say it kind of like change the way i view things <laughs> and it's a little bit selfish mm-hmm. because i'll be like Okay, now's a fine time to kind of be chaotic. And then there's like Sunday nights, like last night, where both the girls took slippery sleeping bags and were 
like bunny hopping uh-huh. but they're getting like really close to the top of the stairs and like they're slippery like the sleeping mm-hmm. bags are really slippery then they were downstairs kind of like as if they're got padding which they don't because it's yeah. a sleeping bag and they're like bumping into each other and then nelly falls back and almost hits the corner of the thing Ugh. and i said nope now is not mm-hmm. the time. It is Sunday night, and I yep. do not have time for the ER. Absolutely. So yep. it's kind of funny mm-hmm. because they're like, Mom, like, why can I do mm-hmm. it this time, but I can't do it? And I'm yeah. like, I don't have time tonight. Like, yeah. I don't, we don't have time to go uh-huh. anywhere to treat said injuries. Yeah. So, no, this is now is not the time. And same with like the bus stop. They're like, Mom, why do you tell us we can't run to the bus stop? Because I'm like, because you running to the bus stop results in you bleeding your knee, and then you don't get on said bus. And then I have <laughs> to figure out either get you to school or whatever. So I said, like, you can run another time but you're not running at the bus stop like so it's almost like a bit like selfish as far as like could i handle said broken bone or bleeding or whatever right now yeah we got time okay no (laughs) you go do it but right now no yeah nope (laughs) no i mean i will look at them like on a night that eric's gone to a friend's house or he's out and i'll be like nope nope uh uh-uh we're not we're not having two bowls of ice cream before we go to bed because if you puke like i'm the only i'm the only one tonight like let's let's yeah. let's let's just kind of take a deep breath let's right. let's not go to the museum this week because dad's out of town next week and i don't yeah. want the stomach bug like yeah. it's little things like yeah. that that like you just have to set boundaries yeah. sometimes with them so um funny. oh i was gonna ask you do yours and this is i think it's a large family thing uh-huh they roll in and they just like take a peek at what's out. Oh, uh-huh. there's a cup and they grab it and uh-huh. they fill it up and whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cause there's always yeah. like 12 cups uh-huh. out somewhere. Yeah. Right. So the latest rule we have is you can't put anything other than like water, like in a water bottle because, because of the tie. <laughs> Do you remember the slime? Yes, mix? That's oh my thing. God. So that is a new yes. one in like those colored kind of yes. like now. Can you tell that story? Yeah. Like colored Nalgene. Like you yeah. can't tell necessarily like what's in it. And so like, Nora filled up. She was going to summer camp, which you're not supposed to bring anything to summer camp, but apparently she wanted to make homemade slime at summer camp. So she filled up a water bottle and I happened to have the Arm & Hammer free and clear laundry detergent, which is clear. Yep. It's not like blue or whatever. And so she filled up the water bottle like halfway with the free and clear. Can't tell that it's not water unless you like really kind of shake it yeah. and look at how it's not mm-hmm. moving like water. Well, Anyways, long story short, my seven-year-old probably at the time, it was at dinner. And so she grabbed that and she drank. I don't know how much laundry detergent she drank. I don't mean to laugh. It is. It's terrible. And then 10 minutes later, she was puking all over my kitchen floor. I had no idea what was going on. Finally found out that, yes, she drank said laundry detergent from a water bottle. So now we have a rule that's like, I mean, so poison control. She was fine. We got checked out checked out by a nurse again like all is good but it's those little things that can lead to and i <laughs> something just terrible want to be completely honest guys we show up and we share these stories with you all because we feel like we need to bring some realistic moments back mm-hmm. to motherhood like i can listen to that story and i laughed about it because now my kids are old enough and caroline makes slime and i could see us happening but it probably will never happen in our house because lindy was vulnerable enough to say hey this happened last night and I feel terrible about it. And I was there in the moment of it happening in terms of her texting me and calling me and stuff like that. So I can, we can kind of laugh about it cause we've been through it together, but we share these stories with you guys. First of all, to know that that can happen and now hopefully it will never happen in your house, but also because like we're all imperfect and we're all showing up for our kids in different ways. So yeah, we're not experts. We're going to make mistakes um, just like you guys do. Um, I remember I was super pregnant with, 
must have been Catherine. And I went to swim practice with Nathan and it was an evening practice. And you were there and you and Gabe was in the water and Eric texted me and Eric was at home with the four kids or three was kids. That the indoor pool. Yeah. yeah, it was at the okay. indoor pool. And so Eric doesn't do blood in our family. Um, he does vomit. I do blood. Um, and I also do like emergencies a little bit like figure that out. Oh yeah. I do emergencies a little bit better than he does just because my mom was a nurse growing Mm -hmm. up. So like we were the place everybody would show up to like with the lacerations or like the broken bones to forever check them out. So like, I'm pretty like blood doesn't really do a whole lot for me, but Eric called me and he was like, Hey, um, something happened. Benjamin got a hold of a knife and I was like, Benjamin was little, like two maybe. Um, and Benjamin just had pulled over. Eric had turned his back for two minutes and Benjamin had pulled a step stool over to the counter and we had just, Catherine was just about, about to be born. And so we had nested a, quite a bit and I had bought all new knives because for some reason that was really important to my oh, soon very. to have a baby <laughs> life is that I, I wanted new pairing knives or something. I'm sure I was just grumpy and uh, something didn't cut the way I wanted it to while I was making mm-hmm. dinner. And so I bought new knives and if it hadn't been a new knife, it, nothing would have happened, but it was a brand new knife and he sliced his finger open and Eric was freaking out, but it was really nice because you were there to bring Nathan home from practice and it was fine. And we were able to go to the ER and it, it, it all worked out. Yeah. But like this stuff happens in motherhood. Mm-hmm. It happens to literally the most helicoptery parents and it happens to the most yeah. kind of like laissez faire safety third parents yep. as well. Um, and I think that there's so much to be said about taking a step back from it and working through your shame. Cause we all have it. I mean, it was, a terrible experience to walk into an ER and have to show him my little kid's finger and yeah. say he got a, I mean, he got a hold of a knife. Like, I mean, how do you even yeah. have that conversation? And you just hope that you're met with, you know, compassion right. and, you know, the space to know right. that, you know, they've seen yeah. worse and that it wasn't from like a neglect situation. And I have to say from experience that poison control number, uh-huh. they are amazing on the phone. Yep. Um, it was a woman. She was a nurse. I explained my story. I was so embarrassed. She just completely like put me at ease. Like this stuff happens. It's awesome. Um, so don't hesitate to call that number like yeah. ever for about anything, even you know, like meds or anything like that. I mean, I don't know, dog food. Like I'd probably be the one because yeah. I don't have dogs. I'd be yeah. like, if a kid eats too much dog food, is that bad? Like, oh, I don't know. Like there's I just a poison wouldn't... control for animals though too. Yeah. So there's that number and I would have it on your fridge because yeah. this stuff happens. And I think sometimes these things almost have to happen for you to put in place some measures. Uh-huh. Like now our laundry detergent is on a different shelf. Yep. And we talk to the kids all the time about what we put in water bottles. <laughs> and do we leave 12 of them on the counter, which is still kind of happens but it's just there's that um understanding now to yeah. hey let me check about what i'm drinking um because you know i'm sure your kids like go outside and they take cups and they make mud pies and they make you know soap mixtures yep. i mean mm-hmm. it just it happens because they're kids and they're exploring and it's yeah. great but it and can lead to we really try crazy to times keep for just for my sanity we keep like as many like natural cleaners as we possibly can it would probably take my kids I say this hopefully cross my fingers I mean I can't even come up with a lot of the things that are in our house proper that the kids could actually truly get sick from quickly um I mean I guess they could drink laundry detergent ours is blue though but they might drink that who knows but I keep a bottle of bleach but now we keep it outside in the garage like on a really high shelf so we do have some of those things but it can happen so fast so fast 
I had one who he stood up in his high chair and he toppled backwards and he hit his head and then he threw up and I was like, Oh my gosh, he has a concussion. And thankfully we have an amazing pediatrician who is able to talk me down pretty quickly. But when he gets alarmed about something, it scares the crap out of me, which is really interesting. But, um, so we didn't have to go anywhere. Um, but we had to monitor him and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. but I mean, they just, it, it just happens. Like there's no way to get through motherhood without it. But I think it's truly finding those things that make you the most anxious and those things that are really, really scary to you and start very early setting those boundaries and Mm -hmm. setting those like conversations with your kids. But it is so hard to do it in a way where you still raise children who are ready to kind of tackle the challenges that come to them in the world. Yeah. Um, You know, I don't know. So we were reading an article. There was an article in Scary Mommy about a new playground that was just built in Melbourne. Um, and it was built in a way that is a little unsafe. It has sharp edges. It has boulders. It has, yeah, um, if you could picture kind of like rock climbing wall ish, but in a, like a lower form with kind of different little areas that you can yeah. like climb on and stuff like yeah, that. It yeah. It wasn't just like bouldering though. It was like big, it was like big rocks, but then you had like, monkey bars between the two big rocks and yeah. stuff. definitely places you could fall and scrape yourself and it's so interesting that you have something like that in this world where like I know all of our neighborhood parks got rid of all of the swings because they were unsafe um it's un- it's unbelievable to me like our wooden my favorite wooden playground that was near to our mm-hmm. old house all taken down because it was wooden and it could cause splinters oh, and for liability that's the reason yeah i mean i would assume that it would just wasn't aging well but in my idea you go out and you sand it and you stain it again and you keep moving forward but yeah. the entire thing was taken down and it's just sad to oh, me wow. because like kids are gonna get splinters and i get it and they can get infected and mm-hmm. i'll never forget when nathan had the <laughs> nathan fell one night oh god this is a good one it's probably not going to come through very well in the podcast but I mean he was old he was like it was like a year ago nine ten years old and he fell running back we went up to the big field to feed the cows one night and we were coming home and he fell and he fell on a stick and he kind oh of like gosh, I he, remember this. he pulled it he like he kind of pulled it out and it was fine and it wasn't bleeding and I looked at it and I cleaned it up like a good mom put some hydrogen peroxide on it put a band and I, I think I just left it open that night to just kind of ooze because I could tell it was kind of a puncture wound but like it was okay it's like right and, on his shin, wasn't it? Yeah, as well. Yeah, it was like right, yeah. right on his shin bone. Yeah. So the idea that anything could still be in it was yeah. like, I, I mean, slim to none, like right on his bone. And then it just wasn't healing, and it wasn't healing. And he was going to swim, and he was in the chlorine, and he was out of the chlorine, and it was just like this thing that was like not healing. And so then my brain goes to, well, does he have leukemia? Like, why is this thing not, not, not healing? And I promise you guys, I'm not like. I'm o- I only go to like that crazy we're place when same. like we're all the moms, same. Like moms are just, I'm like, why is this thing not healing? And so he would let me squeeze it, but he would need a bite on a washcloth while he was doing it. And then, so I would squeeze it and I would get the pus out and I would put some more antibiotic on it. And like, I hadn't called the pediatrician cause it wasn't really streaky yet. I don't know. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Three weeks into this thing, the thing had not healed. And um, guys, I promise you, I was keeping an eye on it. Like it was not to the point where it looked like he was going to lose his leg. It just, it just wasn't scabbing over and healing. Yeah. I squeezed it one morning and no joke, a three and a half, four inch piece of wood just comes out of this kid's leg. I, I was like, he, 
he was appalled. I was appalled. I wish it had been on TV. Like that shit would have gone viral. Like Eric was, who, who knows where Eric was? I don't know. But I'm like, okay, don't touch it. We have to show your dad that this came out of your leg. He will never believe you. And oh he's like gosh. sitting there. He's like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. I don't know. But yeah. So I don't know what the moral of the story is other yeah. than I'm just going to share you guys all of our crazy stories yeah. that happened because it's like it's stuff. I remember when you told me that because Linux had something similar yeah. in like, minuscule proportion compared yeah. to what came out of Nathan's leg. But yeah. it was crazy because Lennox is like, don't touch it. That's the scab, mom. I'm like, I don't, I don't think, think that's, that's the scab. scab. Yeah. It looks like really dark. Yeah. And I'm like, just let me, like, I'm not going to do anything crazy. Yeah. And, and I put it and, and like, it was like probably like half an inch little chunk of, of, um, of the bark yeah. or whatever he fell. And he's like, yeah. Oh, it's so like, interesting. But that, that stuff can go sideways. I mean, that's oof. pretty high up that, those skin infections yeah. and MRSA yeah. and stuff. That's pretty high up on my list. I had a spider bite like as an adult, like maybe four years ago. I yeah. remember that thing. That was disgusting. Um, <gasps> was on your ankle. Oh yeah. It was, it was absolutely terrible. Ter- terrible. So that is one of my things too. Like I keep a really, really good eye on it, which is yeah. why it surprised me so much. Like, yeah. I mean, I knew that something might still be in there cause it was still weepy, yeah. but never in a million years did I mm-hmm. think that that was going to come out of it. Um, it's really funny just with splinters. Like I really do keep like, brand new like mm-hmm. needle packs or whatever yep. laying around but we, i told you we went to camping and lennox tried to yeah. fart on his sister <laughs> when we were outside at like the picnic table and he slid on the bench and got like three massive ones in his butt cheek didn't you have to come home <laughs> no i didn't but he's like laying on his bed and i'm trying to dig these things out with like a needle and you know cleaner or whatever oh. but like it's just splinter. Like I really yeah. hate splinters or whatever, but it was just really kind of funny. Like they're just brothers and sisters. But like, they do crazy things. It's interesting because you look at a park like that and people are like, oh, I would never go down that slide or like yeah. this, this park in Melbourne. But I can tell you that Benjamin also right before I had Catherine, I think that kid was just telling me that he didn't want a little sister or something. He went down a slide and it's so interesting, guys, because literally my kids are pretty fairly free ranging try things fall Mm -hmm. down stuff like that yeah but he ended up going to the park we had two nannies they had two nannies with them at the time and a nanny put him on her 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 lap to go down the slide and i had no idea except for the fact that we had put it in a video once we had put it in a romper video of somebody going down a slide with somebody with a kid on their lap and we got kind of comments from all over the place about how unsafe that was and that was something I had never really considered in the fact that it was unsafe in motherhood of course we would never put it on the internet if we thought that but um so I had that in the back of my mind but I never really like kind of met with with the nannies and said hey make sure the kid doesn't ride on your lap going down the slide like Mm -hmm. I'm like make sure the kid doesn't drink detergent or get near water because he can't swim yet like that was not on my thing but anyways his crock got caught higher up on the slide and his leg apparently wasn't broken but to have but then eventually when it healed they could tell that That was was the time where he didn't want to walk he didn't want to walk so i had so i was getting ready to have a baby and i had a two-year-old who would not put weight on his leg and then we had to go to all these specialists to figure out the fact that it was was actually fractured it It ended up they couldn't tell it was fractured until it actually healed and they could see where it had healed um but it's so interesting because kids are going to get hurt and they're going to do crazy things no matter whether we hover over them and we overprotect yeah. them or whether they, mm-hmm. you know. It just happens. It just happens. Yeah. And I think it's what we do in those moments and how we react to those moments. Like Eric's very much a, my reaction is always to be like, it's okay, it's okay. And his reaction in this really weird kind of 
like really sweet way is don't tell him it's okay. It's not okay. He's hurt. Yeah. He's sad. You know, meet him where he's at. And I'm like, yeah, cause you always meet me where I'm at. All right. <laughs> Crap. But you know, it's just yeah. like, he's always, he always reminds me like when I rush to the kid and I'm like, it's okay. It's going to be okay. He's like, it's going to be okay. You can tell them that, but don't tell them it's okay right now. They're yeah. crying. They're scared. They're hurt. You know, meet yeah. them there. And I'm like, Thanks. Do you have any like little favorites? I was like hearing from moms and yeah, whether it's like the sticky bags and stuff like that. Do you have any like favorite little like first aid products and stuff? Oh, I mean, we have so many band-aids in our Just house. Curious. And I, w- I wish that we could get like a band-aid situation. Like this has anybody made like a roll of band-aids yet? Like almost like tape. But like not tape Band-aid because by the foot. Because, yeah. Like like fruit by the <laughs> foot. Yeah, absolutely. Like something like that. Maybe that is my next business. Because, On your hip and you yes, just dole them out. You just dole them out. Yeah. But like and I mean, there's there's medical tape and stuff like that. But yeah. here's the deal. Even for the kids who just want band-aids and stickers, the paper aspect of the band-aids of what they're wrapped in, yeah. it is so thin that it gets everywhere and then they're all over the floor and then you just yeah it, it's maybe they have to wrap them individually but it's such a waste yeah I'm but sure i was saying the other day this was really interesting i went to the closet where we keep like extra towels and sheets and at the top mm-hmm. we've literally got about four different sizes of boots from from the from ortho yeah. on call and then like I went through another little medical bin and we had like about six or seven like finger splints like for broken fingers and toes and stuff. And then we've got like the foot wraps and like the ankle wraps. And I'm like, we're like a small pharmacy. I love it. What else do we have? Like, so just things. And one of my favorite is the Dermoplast spray. Yeah, you introduced me to that. Um, It's not cheap, but it kind of tingles, but it'll numb like top or, um, you know, skin abrasions and stuff like that. So my kids really like that. But um, Eric thinks it's really funny to sit while we're at like ortho on call and like figure out how much like the boot or the brace would actually cost if you were to order it on Amazon and I'm yeah. like you're not going to like we're gonna have to leave with this kid's with like boot. foot yeah. or arm immobilized yeah. like we're not we're not gonna go on Amazon and order it cheaper dude yeah. well I'm just trying to figure out what would happen what happens if we just AliExpress some of this stuff da 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 and I'm like <laughs> dude no like we're we're, we're gonna let this kid do this but yeah holy holy cow how casts have changed have you had any who, that have been in like the new kind of like no. twisty thing no i had no idea i know so i haven't had any that have had like real breaks I've i don't i don't know how we haven't we have 12 kids and let's just, uh, we've had some buckle know. fractures and yeah. they have put the kids in these like new fangled cast things that like they heat up and they mold to their arm but then there's a twisty thing that twists and tightens them um and then they can they could technically take them off to shower or they're also waterproof. Um, amazing. So much different than like the whole cast padding fiberglass. You remember type of thing. it would like yeah. be like the wet like, yeah. plaster. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And then they would have to cut it off with a scary saw that like <laughs> that dripped terrifying. water, hot water everywhere. Oh my like, God. One, one miss and they've just <laughs> sliced your <laughs> arm. <laughs> like how is this safe? All okay, the childhood yeah. trauma we have oh. from kids from the eighties at the fiberglass cast and the, and the sound of that thing. You would think they would give you like, yeah. like ear, phones or something okay. i don't know i don't know Anyways. injuries happen kids get hurt i don't know what the moral of the story is other than just yeah. normalizing the fact that it's gonna happen i always i i remember probably every single time each of my six kids they went from like that baby stage to their first like bump or scrape or cut or something mm-hmm. like that and you realize that they are these little people who you're gonna have to let mm-hmm. actually walk and crawl and run and they're gonna yeah. bump their heads and, and things are gonna happen yeah it's so I sad know. um 
but there's just such a fine line of doing the those things that you know can truly protect them and take your anxiety away like we have those little choke things those little thing I get taken by every Facebook ad and now that I've said this it's probably gonna probably gonna get the ads as well those life those life the saver life things back. what is it called the, the, the life back it's, stuff yes, the ones over the mine. ones that are yeah. all over everywhere I'm like, I is this them a, a sign like, i mentioned them on a podcast one or a, a live once and then i got yeah. all the ads so i apologize oh. for everyone who gets the ads from them um but we have one at the office here and then we have That's multiple cool. yeah. ones at home i have one in my car um because we don't yeah. want to talk about my other car fear my car fear yeah. is choking and then not knowing who to get out of the car seat one if we were to go into water. But. That's one of my that's one of my biggest ones. And as my kids get a little bit older, and sometimes the older ones, I'll leave them at home for a little bit or whatnot. Uh-huh. And I want to be like, you can't eat while I'm gone. <laughs> but I'm like, how do you combat that? Because like, yeah, you can eat, but I don't know. That's that's yeah, where I'm at now. Is like as I'm leaving, kids they're getting yeah. a little bit older. Mm-hmm. How do I keep them safe? Every mm-hmm. time I leave the house, I'm like, so if the fire, like mom, yeah. yeah, 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 I know. Like we go straight outside. We call the neighbor. Like it's so it's hard so because it's like, but then these little things in life happen, like the slide incident, mm-hmm. where I realized that that was something because I mean, yes, it was negligent because that is unsafe and it is an unsafe thing that we should all probably know as moms happens, but it was from somebody literally wanting to hold and love my child. We went to, this is like most traumatic motherhood. One of the most traumatic motherhood stories I have. But when Alex was like six months old, we went to a minor league baseball game in Florida. Um, and we were sitting like line drive area we shouldn't have Al- I was wearing Alex and the ball I cannot even tell you this is not dramatic the ball was a line drive and came within an inch of his head and I grabbed him as the ball came and I you know he was on my chest and I pushed him against my chest and the ball literally I watched it I mean I I think it probably would have killed him on impact like that's how fast the ball had been I stood up, got to the parking lot. I vomited three times. Like I literally was, it was the scariest thing that has ever happened to me. But I realized in that moment that absolutely we should not have been sitting there. hundred percent. Like you sit behind, you sit behind the net. But at the same time, like, could you imagine even waking up every morning and making every single decision possible to keep your children safe? There comes a time where we make the decisions we can. We teach them. We, mm-hmm. we cut their grapes. We, we, we cut their food. We teach them how to swim. We yeah. put those things in their brain. We try to teach them. I can't even imagine what it's like when you have to let them leave the house at 18 mm-hmm. or you have to let them go drive mm-hmm. and ex- explain to them that they can't text and drive. Like, I, I don't even know what's going to happen. So good luck. Hopefully, I don't know if we'll yeah. still have a podcast then. Well, yours drives in like two years. But like you can't protect yeah. them from everything. I know. I don't. And then I, I feel like I've asked my mom this before. I'm like, how... How did you sleep? Yeah. Like, how'd you sleep? And she's like, well, I didn't sleep very well. She's like, and I didn't sleep until Graham came home. So I'm like, oh, great. So I didn't sleep at the beginning. You don't sleep at the beginning <laughs> and when you have kids. And apparently so I only you don't get to sleep maybe between age seven and 15. <laughs> like, uh, I so don't know, guys. Well, good luck. Kids yeah. heal. Bones heal. Uh, in our family, you protect your brain. And yeah, that's the one thing our doc always says. He's like, you know, doctors have gotten really good at fixing bones and scrapes, but one thing they don't fix very well is brains. Yep. (laughs) Every single appointment. So, yep. So true. Put those helmets on. Yep. All right. Bye guys.